get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivs that. and BK on 101 ESPN. Checks in the mail, I would assume. <laughs> sure. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by the voice of the Blues. He is Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, how are you doing today? BK, I'm doing really good. How are you? Uh, doing well. So, Curbs, earlier today we uh, we reacted to some, to some audio that we heard from Brian Windhorst. He's an NBA reporter, and he was talking about how, hey, these NBA teams aren't even going to be able to come back until they are able to have fans in the stands because they're otherwise going to have to lose money for every game that they're putting on. I don't want to ask you about that, but when it comes to the NHL and when it can potentially return, what are you hearing on that line of thinking? Is there any sort of plan right now that you're aware of that's in place in terms of the timing of when the league can return? Well, the only thing that I know of is their planning is definitely eyeing or as, as close to around January 1st as possible. Now, what could push it back to as late as February as uh, the Golden Knights owner Bill Foley suggested and mentioned in, a, in an interview earlier in the week, I think is exactly what you were just talking about. And that is how many games are they going to be able to get in depending on when they think they could put fans in the building? Because that is a very real scenario. I mean, think about that. If that's what the NBA is thinking with as large a TV contract as they have, and the NHL one is not as big, you know, and, and they don't, it, it really is a, a phenomenal situation to try and deal with. So, I do think that somehow these leagues, if they're going to get their season started, uh, especially with kind of what we're seeing, and, and I don't think you have to be an expert to just look at the positive rates of, of the virus still, is that starting without fans is a very real possibility. The question is, when can you start to work them in? And how can you start to work them in? And when? So I, I know for a fact that the league is eyeing January 1st. I, I, I got to think that realistically you're talking between then and February. And then either way, uh, if it is anything beyond January 1st, guys, I think you're looking at more of a shortened season that, to me, somehow is between 48 games and 62 games, somewhere in there, in, in that range. Because on the back end of this, is still with the TV contract being just with NBC, if the Olympics are going to happen in China, the Olympics are going to start around mid-July, right? So. That, to me, means that the Stanley Cup playoffs would have to be done by that point unless they get really creative there. All right. So, Curbs, I've been hearing a lot of things, too. And, look, everybody throws enough on the wall right now that they're hoping something sticks. And the NHL, I heard a couple of people talk about possibly starting the season kind of like Major League Baseball did where the teams would play in their home cities uh, no fans, but hopefully there would be certain areas that would have the ability to have some attendance and whatnot. But also the question I have regarding that more so than that actual discussion is, would the NHL look to readjust their divisions like Major League Baseball did? Would they look to have a central Atlantic West Coast Canadian division, something along those lines? 
Jamie, I don't think they're going to be able to avoid not having it, to be honest with you. Um, so the, the reality of it is, in, and, and I think Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, came out recently and said, uh, we don't anticipate letting the Americans in anytime soon. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, and I think we can all fully understand why. So if that's the case and you're a league that has seven teams north of the border, simply crossing the border doesn't seem like it's going to be a possibility. Now, I would expect the NHL to work with the Canadian government as they did, and before teams are able to play, require a certain amount of testing. Example, you may have a four-day bye week, and I am totally making this up, okay? This is not inside knowledge. But you may end up having to have four days off without a game where whoever's traveling across the border test negative for four straight days before they cross the border. Like like a team has to self-quarantine, right? And and then you go up to Canada and you play those seven Canadian teams throughout Canada while you're up there and it becomes a two- or three-week road trip. But I, I just do not see a scenario where you're going to be able to go across the border with enough ease without essentially redoing it. And some of the division mock-ups, whether it be fans that have put them out there or or even some – that have been leaked. I, I kind of like what I'm seeing. For for me, the important part is if you can keep a team like St. Louis and Chicago in the same division, I think that's important. Obviously, keeping Montreal and Boston in the same division is not possible. But you can keep Washington and Philadelphia. You can't keep Pittsburgh and and uh, and, Phil- and 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 the uh, Philadelphia Flyers in there. Obviously, you can keep the Rangers and Islanders and Devils and Bruins and all that in one. You can keep Florida and Tampa in one. I don't know that Carolina has a real rival right now. You keep St. Louis and Nashville, Chicago and Nashville. Like, I think there are some real rivalry ones that you can keep in there that are still great storylines in a regular season. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see how, in all honesty, how you can play a 20-21 season with seven teams north of the border and not have to realign for one season. We're talking to Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, to get to this point, to get to whether it be the realignment with the divisions, uh, the schedule, where these games are going to be played, fans in the stands versus no fans in the stands, all of this, how much of this needs to be agreed upon by the owners and the players? Like, are we going to have another negotiation similar to what we saw prior to the bubble where the players have to agree to all of this? And if there are no fans in the stands, there's probably going to have to be some concessions by the players, I would imagine, in terms of salaries. What are you hearing on all of that? What all would need to be agreed upon before we're actually able to watch a 2020-2021 NHL season? Yeah, Brandon, that, that's an excellent question and point in this. Uh, I think it has to be all of it. Um, and now here's the, here's the one thing that we know. The, the league and the PA worked really well together to get things restarted and essentially extended the CBA. So moving forward, whether it's an 82-game regular season or, a, or somewhere short of that, we already know that they have negotiated the parameters. Will certain things have to be renegotiated potentially here? I mean, does does a, a, an NHL season extended into Olympic time impact the NHL's uh, ability to participate in the next Winter Olympics? That remains to be seen. Uh, and, and that was a part of what the players wanted in the previous negotiations. The good news is, is the financial framework has already been done. That, that we know what it's going to be. But could there be other discussions? Absolutely. And, and the reality of it is, is again, whether we're talking sports or whether we're talking the Parkway School District or whether we're talking, you know, 
shoot the St. Louis Blues or, frankly, you know, Hubbard Radio. Flexibility and understanding in this constantly changing environment is still extremely important. Where while we are trying to plan six months, eight months out, two years down the road, we still can have things that change over the next seven days that impact the decisions we were hoping to make for six months down the road. It is going to have to continue to be a a terrific partnership between the PA and the NHL. But I think one thing for certain, fans should be really, really encouraged because the NHL PA and the NHL, I think, worked better and worked in unison and worked with an understanding better than any of the other pro sports that were out there.